0: Wherever you listen. This is the Detroit City Cast with Dan Leach, presented by Bet Rivers. And welcome in, Fine Citizens. It wasn't even minutes after the squatch landed in Vegas. Left Detroit at 6 a.m. got into Vegas at 7 a.m. Got checked into the hotel went right to the sports book. Made a huge bet on Michigan and of course on Memphis and Providence. And what a day and listen. Let me just tell you that there is not many things that I've experienced in my life like the first weekend of March Madness in Vegas. I know it's only the first day, but I'll get to my day in a second. But let's get right into the post game reaction for Michigan and the look ahead to Tennessee. Now, we've discussed this since the bracket came out. We've actually discussed the Wolverines and their ability to make a run for weeks now and I've told you I've been on Michigan to go to the final four not that I think it's there's a great chance but I've been on them for a long time got them at 30 to one then it was down to 14 to one now it's going to go even further down and even playing without Devontae Jones even playing a team in Colorado State with David Roddy and the ability to really kind of combat Michigan in a lot of ways that very few teams were able to do this year the Wolverines found the rhythm that a team that could go on a big run finds. And whether it was Dickinson's 21 and six, and uh, just a pesk of the post, whether it was Houston's 13, big shots late, Collins with some huge shots late, uh, including a big triple, uh, Eli Brooks, 16, running the great offense. The problem, of course, if we're completely honest, if you're a Michigan fan, is the bench. I mean, Williams and Buffkin had two each, Johns Jr. at zero. Missing Jones was a huge factor, though. There's a a real decent chance that the Wolverines will be able to get him back for the game on Saturday. And to hold Roddy to 13 on just 5'11 shooting, he only had six rebounds. Great defensive effort again. Uh, You know, the the, the, the Pistons, the Pistons, by the way, 70 plus points in the first half. A game that I actually was on and then got off because Cade was out and just that was crazy. But you know, Thomas had 15 and was 5-7 and for downtown and kept the Rams in this game. But as we discussed and previewed the game on the uh, two shows where I broke down the brackets and talked with John Martin from Colorado State, Colorado State is a good team. I Mad mean, a good coach. But if Michigan played their brand of basketball without Jones, I felt they had a, a great chance to win the game. And this was the game you've seen it happen with teams like UConn or VCU in the first four or UCLA in the first four. You know, Notre Dame in the double overtime thrower last night against Rutgers. If you get past a linchpin opening game, especially if you're a seed like an 11 seed like Michigan, and you can move on and, you know, play a, a three seed in Tennessee, which we're going to get to in a minute, and win that game against the Sweet 16, there is no reason to think that the Wolverines – Can't go on a Final Four-type run. They have some of the most talent in the country. They're extremely well-coached by Juwan Howard. All the different issues that Howard had. You know, it it came to roost. Martelli called the team down for the five games Howard was out. But, boy, that was a hell of a comeback, outscoring Colorado State 46-27 to in the second half. And after Tennessee won their game, Easily against a pretty bad Longwood team that was probably overseen. They probably should have been a 15 or a 16. 88 uh, 56 was the final. It's going to be a very tough task. You had a great game for Viscovi, 18 points from him, 6 of 8 from downtown. He's going to be a major factor for the Michigan perimeter defense. Chandler had 13 and 5. Uh, James had 17 and 9. You F- focus it off the bench with 15. This is an extremely talented Tennessee team that was probably under But there's a couple factors. Rick Barnes, noted choker. Tennessee has not had a ton of success. Unless you want to go back to the Bruce Pearl era, but it's come to playing top teams. I know Michigan played them in 09 in a much different scenario and, and destroyed them. But this is why I think that Michigan could go on a run. I've talked about it on this show, on Stormy's show that I went on earlier today, My Guys in the Desert, on various shows I'm a guest at, on, on Vison. This Wolverine team had underachieved until the final five, six weeks of the season. Played in the toughest conference in the land, and obviously they need Jones to go on any kind of serious run. If they get him back, this Michigan team is a massive threat. Now, I had predicted before the line came out Tennessee by seven, and obviously the, the Jones factor is something that we'll continue to watch over the next couple of days. Line came out five, five and a, five and a half, six. At Bet Rivers, that's kind of where we're that's where we're sitting right now when it comes to uh, the Wolverines and the Tennessee Volunteers, and we're still uh, waiting on a time. Uh, they're going to decide all the times after the game is uh, the rest of the games are over tonight on Thursday. But right now, minus five and a half for Tennessee, minus one ten at Bet Rivers, plus five and a half, uh, minus 109 for the Wolverines. Uh, Tennessee minus two forty, Michigan plus one ninety five and the total 135.5 over minus 112, under minus 109. I like the over. I have a lead on the over right now. And we'll see where this line goes, if it goes back to six or gets closer to seven, or if it goes the other way, we'll see some more of the splits uh, betting-wise when you know uh, we do the show tomorrow with Michigan State uh, and, and the wrap-up show uh, with their game against Davidson late night. But the lead for me right now is Michigan. It's not a homer pick. I discussed you why I like Michigan against the Rams, said they would be... A favorite is an 11 seed said I felt better about 11 seeds winning multiple games than 12 seeds but Jesus what did I know about New Mexico State what did I know about St. Peter's Paul and Mary St. Peter's doing it on St. Patrick's Day against Kentucky what a shock that was but this is a year where you might see teams like Michigan that underachieved find their way through the tournament Virginia Tech's another good example underachieved could be a ma- massive factor moving forward in these crazy brackets that are completely busted for the majority of the country. Iowa, peaced. Gonzaga was in trouble for a minute. Kentucky, peaced. This has been a crazy start to the tournament as it always has. But what a win for Michigan. You know, that was the biggest upset of the day until St. Peter's as far as uh, seating goes. St. Michigan was a favorite. They went off as a one, one and a half point favorite. And obviously would have been higher if Devontae Jones Uh, was able to play in that game so of course monitoring his situation but this is exactly what the doctor ordered and when you look at what Michigan's going to have to do against a very, very vol- volatile volatile, volunteer squad and follow it in a good way. They can score a ton of points, they can get after you defensively, they can shoot incredible from downtown, get 14 threes against a pretty bad Longwood team, but you got to find a way to defend Ziegler, who's a good three-point shooter. You got to find a way to defend Chandler and Vescovi, who can buy it for nine of 12 from downtown. Tennessee can move it around and really kind of make Michigan play very top-level perimeter defense to even hang in the game if they get off the valves due to a good shooting start. But Michigan, on the other hand, who's going to contend with Dickinson? He was a monster in the post, whether it was scoring, whether it was swatting shots. He had four blocks, six rebounds, a dime, 21 points. He is going to be so tough for anyone to defend, including Tennessee. Big factor is going to be Jones. If Jones could come back, I will definitely be taking Michigan plus the points, even if it goes down to four or something like that, which I don't believe it will. So that's obviously something to really monitor, but what a start to the tournament. What a start for the Wolverines and what a a day in Vegas. So as I record this show, I am sitting looking out at the strip from the comp to Squatch suite at the Mirage. Very excited about that. Just got back from Circa where I'm not going to mention this guy's name because I would never do that. But this incredible guy that I met, who's a good friend of a very big name, a very big wig, uh, one of the biggest wigs here in Vegas and is an incredible sports better. He's up millions of dollars uh, on one of the betting apps so far this year. And we were on every game we had was the same, except I had the Connecticut money line and he had the New Mexico State, uh, you know, plus six and a half. Otherwise, huge day. I would have been 6-0. and oh, Can't win them all. Uh, but listen, it's been an incredible start to my day and my trip here in Vegas. And I'll give you all the sights and sounds and flavors I always want to do. I want you to always feel like you're here if you're not able to make it out. And of course, Sizzly picks. You heard all my picks on the way in. My biggest plays of the day were Michigan, Memphis. Providence, and Murray State, which will be pending, uh, coming up in just a little bit here as we record uh, in the, the late night window here on the East Coast and a little earlier here on the West Coast. But a great start for me with plays that I've given to you. I'll continue to do it. And before we get out of here, I want to do a couple things. I want to preview Michigan State and Davidson and then give you my big plays for Friday, uh, which is... I actually like more games on Friday than I did on Thursday, and I started 5-0 and and then finished 6-1 so far, hopefully 7-1 and when all the uh, the uh, things are said and done at the end of the evening. So when you look at the Spartans and Davidson, this line has kind of been volleyballing around a half point there, a point there. It is down at Bet Rivers right now for the Spartans, minus a half, minus 113, plus a half for Davidson, minus 108, Michigan State minus 112 on the money line. Davidson minus 107. And the total 141 over minus 108 under minus 112. I have literally no opinion on the total. Seems very high to me. But as, as we've been discussing, I do have an opinion on this game. And it, it really comes down to this. We discussed Michigan, Dickinson, when Jones is healthy, uh, Houston, Brooks. There are go to players on the Wolverines. There just aren't the same kind of go-to players on Michigan State. Yeah, can Gabe Brown have a good game? Can Bingham have a good game? Absolutely. But they find a way in a bad situation in so many different games, the Spartans, to go away from what they do and how they're... Feeling good in certain games where, you know, especially late in the season, the way the Spartans were able to play much better heading into the Big you know, in the Big Ten tournament where, you know, Maryland, those back-to-back wins didn't mean anything. But playing the way they did against Wisconsin and then really hanging it against Purdue, they didn't really lose their mind as they did during that 7-of-9 losing streak, whether it was against the Buckeyes, Michigan, Iowa, Illinois, even Penn State. They should have won at least two or probably more of those games if they didn't go away at the end of those games and that to me in a one-and-done situation in the NCAA tournament is a big 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 problem and that's why I just don't have a trust factor for Michigan State right now that being said if they play their top brand of basketball Michigan State is going to win this game they're bigger they're faster they're stronger but I think Davidson is a better shooting team. They have the revenge game and Foster Lawyer, who might have the best game of his career against his former team, averaging 16.3 a game, uh, almost four dimes. They've got a great guard named Lee at Davidson, who averages 16 points a game. They got Brockovich, who averages 14.2. Michael Jones, one of their guards, averages almost 12 points a game. They can shoot it. They're a good three-point shooting team. Bob McAlep has been there forever. This is going to be a back-and-forth war. If Davidson races out to a 5, 10, 12-point lead some point in the first half, I think it's going to be very, very tough for the Spartans to come back. That being said, Michigan State is a very talented team when they are playing at a top level. I don't think they're overall the kind of talented team that Michigan State Spartan fans are used to, obviously. But as I mentioned, Bingham can go off as he, as he has recently, Gabe Brown can go off as he has recently, uh, you know, Christy Hall, it's just a Spartan team that doesn't have that Cassius to that Draymond Green, that straw that stirs it, that you can truly, truly trust, and that's going to be a problem, I think, for the Spartans uh, come almost 940 Eastern time on Friday night, and I I picked this game uh, when we broke down all the regions, he picked all the first round games, I do have Davidson as an official play for me, a strong play that I'll be betting myself, Uh, and don't worry Spartan fans, it's not any anti-Spartan sentiment, Uh, I've run into so many Spartan fans since I've gotten here about 14 hours ago, and many of them said, Leach, I love you, but I hate you, but I love you, and of course I said, listen, I want to wish nothing but luck to all you Spartan fans that I ran into, uh, I'm not like rooting for you, but I'm wishing you luck. And I do believe they're going to have a great chance to win the game. It's a classic 7-10 matchup. It should be a lot of fun to watch, but I am picking Davidson to win by about three or four points. Here are my main plays for Friday, though. And we head to the uh, Bet Rivers betting window up to the second spread. here so as we record here, around 10 Eastern on uh, Thursday night. I am all over Yale. I think Purdue is not going to get upset like Iowa did against Richmond. But I think Yale is going to cover the 16. That's where it's at right now. Bet Rivers plus 16 minus 109. Purdue minus 16 minus 110. And Purdue on the money line minus 1667. 67. Yale plus 950. And the total of very high 144 uh, over minus 109 under minus 110. But listen, Yale can shoot the ball. They're very, very fundamentally sound and disciplined. Of course, that's what a lot of hallmarks of Ivy League teams are. So I'm all about Yale. I also... I'm a huge fan of Virginia Tech. I know that you no, know, no Rick Barnes is in Texas anymore, and they've got Chris Beard from Texas Tech. But Vod Tech that run through the ACC title. Texas has been so inconsistent. I love Vod Tech plus a half, minus one ten uh, in that six eleven game. As I mentioned, I feel like there's more elevens that can be sixes and twelves can be fives. But you know, there's huge upsets on Thursday uh, with elevens uh, and with twelves. And then one of my bigger plays. Of the weekend is going to be the kids from Loyola, Chicago. Ohio State, LimpedIn. You've got a Loyola, Chicago team that's got sister Gene that has the history of going uh, deep in the tournament. Very, very well balanced team. They're getting a half point right now at Bet Rivers minus 110. Buckeyes minus one, uh, half minus 110. Both teams' money lines are minus 109. Could be closer at Bet Rivers and the total. 133, over minus 108, under minus 112. This is just a coin flip game. But same thing with Michigan State Davidson, another 7-10 game. I just don't have trust for the Buckeyes, who lost to Nebraska at the end of the season, got destroyed by Michigan at home. They limped in. The Big Ten is the best conference, but they beat each other up, and it looks like it got the better part of Ohio State, and that's why I do not trust the Buckeyes in this one. And One of my bigger plays of the weekend will be with Chicago. That is a 12-15 game on Friday. Uh, that's the current odds at Bet Rivers. Let's take a look, uh, if we may, at some of the betting splits up to the second. First on Michigan State, 24% of the money line bets are on the Wildcats of Davidson, 75% on Michigan State. Uh, you've got 44% on the over. on the under, and 65% of the money is on Davidson plus the half or plus the one, uh, and then 34% of the money is on the Spartans when it comes to the spread, so that's where we're at with the Spartans and Davidson, a couple other numbers I want to look at when it comes to Loyola and the Buckeyes, money line, you have 56% of the money on the Loyola money line and 43% of the money on Ohio State's money line. 79% 79% of the money on the over and 20% on the under, and then on the spread, 50% on Loyola Chicago, obviously it's basically a pickup anyway, and 48% on Ohio State, and then when it comes to another game that I really like, Virginia Tech and Texas, 59% of the money on the Hokies bunny line, 40% on Texas, uh, 53% of the money on the over, 46% on the under, and then the spread is 65% of the money on Virginia Tech, and 34% on Texas, and Yale and Purdue, 17% of the money line uh, bets are, of course, on Yale, huge underdog, and 82% of the Moneyline bets are on Purdue, but 54%, or excuse me, 49%, and it's actually down a little bit, of the money is on the spread for yale which i like i got it at 16 and a half down to 16 and then 50 right there on Purdue. so it's very split and that line could actually maybe go down because the sharps are on it uh, to 15 and a half or 15 come closer to game day so bang that uh play as soon as you can and then the over has 54 percent of the money and the under 45 percent of the money all right that's up to the second where we're at right now on thursday night uh, i will be back with you after the spartans game on Friday night before I see Katy Perry in Tiesto, as I mentioned, I was at Circuit Stadium swim, I'm in my my fave stormy on my guys in the desert on decent Had a great time with her. Derek Stevens came by, Josh Outbaum came by. I mentioned I hung out with this, this incredible gambler that's up millions this year in his cabana, standing with Circa. It's just an incredible experience on its own. Must do in Vegas. And I'm going to have a little food, a little seafood risotto and calamari. And it's got uh, downstairs at, at a stack in the Mirage and then head out, meet up with some buddies and some of our girlfriends. I might go see Diplo tonight, but either way, lots of gambling and fun will be had, even though I've slept about three hours in the last uh, 35 or so, but it's Vegas sleep in may sleep with your dad but i love all of you all right that's gonna do it for me here on this michigan post game wrap-up show we'll do the same thing after michigan state's game against davidson please continue to share and rate and review and let everyone know about the amazing award-winning detroit city cast as i mentioned very humble but i want to keep giving you winners we're off to a great start except my bracket as well as most people's in the country is completely blown up like a supernova is 50,000 light years away it's over for pretty much all of us unless you just had some crazy upsets on purpose just to you know see if everyone lost that you could you know find a way to win your contest it's not over but you know St. Peter's and Iowa being out just out of control and then of course UConn losing as well in that 12-5 game all right be safe out there if you haven't had a chance to come out to Vegas for the opening weekend of the tournament do it. I've been here for one day and I'm already enthralled. I love the city anyway, but already enthralled with the energy, the passion, the excitement. When that St. Peter's Kentucky game went to overtime, you heard the screams at Circa are like billowing through the casino. Earlier in the day, the Michigan game at the Mirage Sportsbook, you heard the big three pointers by both teams, you know, just bouncing off the walls. There's nothing like it if you're a sports fan. One of the great weekends of the entire year to be in Vegas. All right, until next time, keep reaching for the stars. Believe in the dream, Dan Leach to Squatch on a huge day for Michigan. And for the Spartans out there, hopefully a big day for Michigan State tomorrow. Dan Leach, up on the 23rd floor of the Mirage, looking out at the beautiful Vegas Strip, is out for now.